Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. This morning, I am back to speak to Katie Godfrey to find out how on earth she has been doing since her salon has been fully open. Katie, are you back in full swing or things a little lacklustre? Yeah, we're back in full swing. Things are very different to what it used to be, but we're back and I'm grateful to be back. So things are very different. Obviously, there's the day-to-day running with all the PPE and all of the extra things that we have to do. We now have to display the QR codes. There's all sorts of hoops we have to jump through. How are you finding sort of fitting the business around all of these restrictions? To be honest, I've just been getting on with it. I mean, the whole QR code thing was quite annoying, but it's really easy to set up. Mm. Then we have some clients that just aren't happy about doing it, but it's necessity and uh, that we have to have it shown up. It's mm-hmm. not that they do it. So as long as we've, we've, we've always been strict on getting everyone's details anyway, before COVID. So as long as we've got their details in there, everything's fine. But it's just the new way of life, isn't it? We were tracking and tracing before COVID, weren't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I have... I have- Exactly. I have got the QR code up, but it's not compulsory for them to use it, is it, as you've just said? No, it's not, which is helpful because there are some people that just want and don't want to do it. Well, I'm not being funny. Not everyone has smartphones. Like, look at the, the older generation. Like, they must be thinking, what the hell is going on? Yeah, exactly. And also, not everybody has enough memory on their phone for all of these extra apps and stuff. It all takes up space, doesn't it? I haven't even downloaded that. I've got it, but um, I haven't used it yet. I did um, have a bit of a rude awakening at the weekend. I was going for a meeting with Dion of Love and Lashes. And my idea was to have a, a bit of lunch and, you know, a glass of fizz and I haven't seen her for so long. And, you know, Dion has... Um, is quite outspoken about her views about COVID and the situation. She's more on the side of conspiracy than I am, but I'm very open to listening to her messages. And I, I definitely am aligned to her in certain ways. But Dion is, is very much, you know, anti the whole track and tracing and the control of the, the government. And she sees it as just another device. But actually, aside from that, if you are like me, self-employed, people facing Mm -hmm. the tracking and tracing I feel like we were walking down the high street and we were just like well we can't go there we can't go there because you can't risk being shut down for two weeks can you if you track and trace and someone in Starbucks or Wagamama's or whatever tests positive you you have to shut down for two weeks it's totally crippling basically we can't go anywhere can we no, and I do remember the first time going out and being like, I was in London and we had to fill out our details then before the QR code come out. And I was like, God, when I'm in London, well, I'm bound to catch it. <laughs> or I'm bound to get that text to say someone in the restaurant was here. And I thought, God, what would I do with the company? But do you know what? You just, I just think you just can't live like that. And then I was out for breakfast this morning with a friend and I thought exactly the same. Imagine if you just got that text and thought, and then you have to close down or however it works. It just, it's just, it's just crazy. 
Yeah, I wonder how it does work for you as a salon owner. Obviously, I'm on my own, so that's fairly um, black and white, what would happen. But what would happen for you if you got that track and trace um, message? Would I suppose if you had been in the salon since you had been out to that place where you bumped into somebody possibly with coronavirus, you would have to close, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. I and mean, part of me would be quite against doing that. So mm. I think I would just be like, as long as we've done a test and it comes back negative, why am I going to isolate for two weeks? Yeah, you see, I'm not even sure of the law. I'm, I'm not even sure if you test negative. I think you still have to isolate. And the thing is, though, they've got all the, um, all the tracking and everything's in place now. So if you leave the house, they know you leave the house. And that's where everyone's getting the fines. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know we have to stop stop this virus. I mean, I don't want to go too heavily into it. I mean, are you aren't you just over it? I, it's so boring, isn't it? And it just takes over too much of the grey matter. It's just, ugh. Yeah, I'm over it, to be honest. I haven't even been watching the news. I don't care. If we get shut down, we get shut down. If we don't, then great. That's kind of what I'm at, where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> like, it's all out of our hands. So what's the point worrying? How are the girls in your salon? I mean, you're quite cool with it, but how are they? Yeah, they're really okay. I mean, obviously they're PPE'd up, they're safe. There's not the footfall that they used to be. So it's not like they're, you know, we used to sometimes have like 10, 11 clients in at the same time. Whereas now it's like three, four clients at the same time. So it's, the, the footfall's different. It's quieter in salon. Like they're, they're not really worried about it at all. Do you think you would be busier if you could be? Are you struggling to fit people in because of the capacity? Or Definitely is your not. Right, okay. So your, 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 your inquiries and your clients have dropped. It's generally quieter. Yeah, and you know what? I don't even care about saying that because before COVID, we were extremely, extremely successful. I was laughing, right? The salon was heaving all the time you couldn't get in you needed to book in advance I had six full-time stylists fully booked all of the time I never used to go in there I used to work on the other companies like it was dream salon and it took me a long long time to build that up mm. now yeah of course we have got bookings I have got some girls that are fully booked but compared to what we used to no and I think we were a successful salon so if we're struggling how the hell, how was everyone else coping? I know. How, how does that make you feel? Does it make you sad? Are you quite, you know, resigned to it? What's it doing to your headspace? I think it's sad, but I think if people are strong enough to make it through this time, you're going to be laughing after because this isn't going to be forever. Mm -mm. We just have to get through this time and people will start going back to normal they'll have more more money when people start getting jobs and stuff back again I generally don't think it's going to last forever I think business can go back to normal but it's going to take the strong to be able to get through this part yeah it's like um the survival of the fittest isn't it it's quite sick it really is it really is and obviously those that haven't got overheads or just filling up themselves and people are quite they're quiet as well well obviously like People like you, are you noticing a difference? Oh my God, Katie. My diary is like it's wrapped in some kind of tumbleweed. It's so bleak at the moment. Seriously, 
So this week I have done two full sets and three, four infills. Not too bad, not brilliant. Next week I've got two infills and two facials. And beyond that, I've got like the odd infill here and there. It is desperate. It's dead. It's crazy, isn't it? And just think that's one person filling up. So for a salon, we've got like three, four columns to fill up. And it's like, how the hell can we do it? I know. I mean, basically, I, I, next week is like I've got one day's work spread, sprinkled across, across the week. So people are struggling. So what would you say to girls who are really struggling out there? Keep going, like as much as it's hard and it's deflating, keep going, but definitely keep an open mind. Like what other services can you bring for when, like we, we started brow lamination and I'm so glad we started brow lamination because it was something that I wasn't really into. And it was actually my team that were like, well, we really fancy training in it. So I was like, okay, I'll get them to train in it. And I'm so glad I did. Okay, we're not Ramo with them, but we've got one or two a day. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Which is better than nothing. It's an extra income. So that's good. I think bordering your horizons on what else you can do business-wise. So obviously I've gone into multi-level marketing, which is something I never thought I would do in a million, million years. Um, but I think this time's just taught us that we do need, and I think I said that on your last podcast, we need multiple incomes now. Mm -hmm. So we're not just reliant on one. Like that's why I feel so blessed and maybe why I'm more calm about everything because I do have five companies. So, you know, if one goes down or one isn't doing as good, the others might be pushing me back up. So as much as I want them all to do really well and all be successful, when times like this happen, I have got other things to be able to lean back on, which is my godsend. So Katie, okay. run me through your five companies. Okay, so we've got obviously the salon. We've got KG Professional. So obviously products and um, 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 products and training. Mm -hmm. And we've got World Lash University, which um, we're obviously planning for our event next year. And we've got some other very exciting news coming out, which I'm not allowed to talk Ooh. about right now. Oh, damn. <laughs> tell me. Nobody's listening. <laughs> then I've got my business mentoring, which I love. And obviously in this time, everyone's needed that support. So for me, that's been really successful through COVID. And then I've got Monet, which I class as a business now because it is, because it's making its own income. So hey, so this is the multi-level. What did you multi-level multi -level marketing? Is that code for pyramid selling? Well, pyramid selling is illegal, so it's not, but I do realise that people look at it like that because obviously the higher you are, the more you earn. So if you look at it like that, yeah, but it's definitely not pyramid selling. So tell us about Monet because I don't know that many people know that name yet. Yet, which is what I love. Okay, so before everyone now turns off the podcast because they hate someone that's part of a multi-level <laughs> marketing company bear with like I hated it I thought it was culty I thought that do you know what they're all chatting rubbish they're just like selling this dream and it's not really true I just didn't believe it but there was some people that contacted me so for example new skin most people have heard of new skin right yeah yeah one of the main ladies contacted me nine or years ago in the salon and I remember it to this day I literally picked up the phone she was like Kate there's this new skincare brand, blah, blah, blah. Are you interested? 
skincare was not my thing back then. I was like, not interested. She's like, you are missing something huge here. I was like, but I don't like, the skin isn't my thing. Tell me about lashes and nails or whatever, I'm on it. But skin, nah, not for me. I was really young back then. It just weren't my thing. Mm-hmm. She is super successful right now. And the other lady that works with her, I met about two years later after that. And she was like, let me tell you about it. And I still wasn't interested. Skin, still not interested. And she's huge right now as well. And they're literally set for life. So my thing was, I should have jumped in it then because now's too late. And everyone's heard of it. Like, it's just oversaturated. Then Monate come up. And I thought, I've actually been using Monate for a year and I didn't know it was part of multi-level marketing. How did you not, how did you not know and where did you buy the products? Because my, one of my best friends has a hair salon and she joined it like a year or something ago and just didn't get on with it. It wasn't really like, she loved the products, but wasn't, wasn't part of a good team. That's what it come down to. So she was still selling the product in salon, but not to do what we're kind of doing now. So I've been using it, not even knowing, because she never sold me it as a multi-level marketing. But you were buying it from her. I was buying it from her. Yeah. So then over lockdown, obviously none of us are earning money. The salons are empty and closed. And there was a hairdresser that I've got a lot of respect for in Milton Keynes. And I saw her doing it. I was like, no, she's not starting to do multi-level marketing. Is she? No way. Anyway, I reached out to her and I was like, are you really doing this? And she was like, yeah, sold me it. Had a few conversations with her back and forth for about a month because I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I thought, well, I love the product. What is there to lose? Because what is there to lose? Nothing. Either works or it doesn't. And we all know, everyone that's listening to this most likely has their own business. What company costs £199 to set up? It costs thousands of pounds to set up. You can't even do a lash course for £199. And then good anyway. No. And then with that, you do get 30-day money-back guarantee. So I knew that, you know what, if I didn't like it or if I wanted out within 30 days, I send everything back and get my money back. It's so been that is a bit of a no-brainer. I mean, what have you got to lose? And I now have to fess up because I have had many conversations with you about this. I've probably driven you completely nuts. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in. How many times have I sent you the basket to check out? <laughs> I know. Because I've had the same misgivings. I'm like, oh, pyramid selling, or oh, I'm, I'm really crap at selling. I couldn't do it half the time my clients walk out of the room without, out of my house without even paying because I'm so un-money driven. I'm just like, I can't bear, I can barely sell my, my, my lash wash kits because I, it makes me cringe. So I just thought I'm gonna be crap at this. Anyway, cut a long story short, I'm in as of what, yesterday? Yeah, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Oh my God. And I just thought, what have I got to lose? We are in this new world. We all are having to think broader. And, you know, I'm going to approach it with fun and hard work. And I'm quiet in my salon. So now is a really good time. So I'm just thinking, right. And you, I think what you said earlier about 
having a good team is so pertinent. Your, your friend didn't get on with it because she wasn't in a good team. I have to say, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be in because I trust you, I respect you as a businesswoman, and I've got to know you, so that massively helps. So you are the linchpin in this. So if people are lucky enough to get in with somebody like you, or maybe they want to come on my team or whatever, then that's all good. And it's all about building that dream team. I've yet to see whether it works, but I'm gonna give it a go. I mean, with the lady that I got the products off before, my friend, I signed up and she was like, I'm in an RM because she's already part of already part of it, but she was just like still not hundred percent sure when it comes to all of that. And I was like, let's just do it together. Like re-sign up so you're in like our team and let's see. She just yesterday won a free trip to France. What? I swear. And she's two ranks or a rank, two no, two ranks below me. Um, and she just won a, a trip to France and she's absolutely smashing it. Not that she can go to France. <laughs> no, it's like next year sometime. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be done by then, but if That's not, no. great. So you, yeah. you re-signed up with your team. Yes. And then the girl that brought me on, so the lady with the hairdressers in Milton Keynes, so she's one month or month, about a month and a half ahead of me. And yesterday she hit the rank she wanted to hit. So she's come out of a real nice bonus and she's just qualified for a Range Rover and she's been doing it for four months. And this is the reason why I don't care about putting my name to this brand because one, it's not oversaturated. So everyone's like, what's Monet? They want to know more. It's premium hair care and premium skincare. I'm not going to be putting my name to no shit. I'm sorry. I have to know <laughs> that these products are going to work that I'm selling because if they don't, it's only going to damage my reputation. Or if I take people on board on my team and they're like, Kate, this is rubbish. They're never going to trust me again. Mm -hmm. I have people that train with me, that their mentor come on mentoring with me and then join this or join something else that I'm doing. Like I formed a tribe of women that believe in what I do. So if I bring something out that goes against all of that, mm -hmm. that's my reputation. What people do to get there comes down to them. Like, like any business, like you have to work hard, right? But there's working hard and there's working smart. I can honestly say, yeah, I have worked hard in Monet to get to the rank that I am in three months, but it's work that's talking. I'm talking to people. I'm talking to like-minded people. I'm doing training in the evenings because I generally want to jump on board and chat with these women because we're all very similar. And what I'm learning in Monet, I'm then transferring them skills onto other parts of my businesses. Like there's, there's, it's fun. It's something more than just lashes. Yeah, but I just, it's just given me a little bit more of a spring in my step with everything that's going on right now. Yeah, well, we all need something positive right now. And I'm sure there are girls out there going, oh, this is interesting, but I'll be no good at it. What type of personality makes, is going gonna, is gonna to fit into this, into this brand? Well, first of all, everyone says, oh, I'm not going to be any good because I'm not good at sales. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I am no saleswoman either. But believe <laughs> it or not, we do sell something every single day. You're selling eyelash appointments. Mm -hmm. Like you've had to put yourself out there to be able to build a client base in the beginning. So you are in sales already. And who doesn't need a shampoo and conditioner? Because everyone has. <laughs>
Like, unless you're bored, you're gonna need, you wash your hair, right? So, but this is not Pantene, and we're not talking the crap that's in Pantene or the Pantene price tag. This is premium yeah. hair care, as you said. So how are we, I mean, I suppose if people are buying um, a Veda or something like that, which I have no idea about any of the ingredients yet, I haven't looked at any of it yet, but I would imagine that's kind of a premium hair care brand too. How do you get people yeah. to make the switch from their Pantene to their Monet? Well, the, the ingredients are plant-based and it's vegan. So that's a massive thing in itself. Yeah. It's got ingredients, the only ingredients that we are allowed to use in no other companies. The products are like sulfate-free. There's loads, of, there's loads of plus points to it that I can go over with people if they're interested mm -hmm. or share online. But mm -hmm. the, it's, it's just second to none. Like if someone's got hair loss or alopecia, our products help that. Like, so when it comes to hair growth, shine, anything like that, then it is, it's amazing. And the skincare as well, it's amazing. Like there's an oil called rejuvenate oil and it's actually hair oil and you can use it on your skin. And I remember when I first joined up, I was like, I'm not using this on my skin. It's way too expensive. I'll just use it on my hair. Then you see the results of everyone else's skin. Like someone had acne, someone else had, um, eczema and it's clearing it up within a matter of days so i get i get quite bad skin around my around my face especially when i'm due on and i started using it and I've, my skin's never been so clear well especially now that we're having to wear masks i mean all of our exactly. skin around that part of our face is really suffering isn't it yeah and obviously the prices are more expensive because it's premium but then i wouldn't want to sell anything that's cheap but then at the same time it's highly, highly concentrated. So you're not using as much. So as where a supermarket brand, you might have to get every month, whereas this is going to last you four to six months. So it actually ends up in the long term, most probably cheaper because you're never going to have to buy it for a long time. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to try it. And yeah, I love a new product and I, I love new products. So it's win-win for me so far. <laughs> Definitely. You're going to love it, I promise. But it does come down to, you know, those that want to work it and build it too. Because I've taken on people and they just, they're, they're just like, don't want to do it. Like they don't want to start to come into the trainings and you need to keep motivated all the time. So you've got a big team behind you to push that as well. I know you've done a bit on your Instagram stories, but do you feel shy about being, you know, sort of princess pushy out there? Or, 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 do you... How do you get a right balance? 20% Monet or business and 80% real life. And if you're consistent, generally, regardless. Yeah. And if you're consistent, when it comes to social media, people generally will come to you. There's not been one person I've approached, like, you know, cold. I haven't gone into someone's inbox and been like, oh, hey, I need to tell you about this. No, that cringes me out. I'm never going to be that person in a million years. They've yeah. come to me because I've been consistent. People can see I generally love it. I'm not selling. And people are like, is it really Kate? And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm generally excited about it. And so people come to you. And what people also do is they watch. If they're not instant buyers, like I'm an instant buyer. If someone wants to sell me something, I'll mostly buy it before they've even like opened the till. Like that's just me. <laughs> but, and most people aren't like that so you will get them people that are yes girls straight away and you're like oh my god how did I just do that how did I sell that product or get her on my team that easy but a lot of people like to watch they're saying that you love it but 
they want to watch to see are you sticking around it is it really working and so what I'm finding now is I've had so many signups over the last few days from people I was talking to the first week they've watched me they've seen me rank up they've seen my team rank up and see what they're getting and they're like you know what I want a piece of this Mm-hmm. why would you not want that easy life like I'm not being funny I'm all about in my business mentoring regardless of money having freedom working wherever you want and that type of thing that's what I preach that's what I, te- I teach my salon owners that I look after and this goes hand in hand with that because I can work wherever I want in the world and that's what I want absolutely now lots of girls will be listening to this they're in the lash game they'll be thinking yeah but that's hair care that's not relevant to me but there there is a lash serum isn't there which is like flying out the door lash and brow serum exactly so even if you didn't want to join Monet they could come to me or you and they could just buy their stock through us and then they make a profit so even if someone's like do you know what it's not for me I don't want to build teams I don't want to sell hair care that's okay they can still make money just through retailing the the lash and brow serum in this in their salon so they're helping us as the for the business and then they're also making a nice little tidy profit for themselves amazing well i'm sure you've tempted a few people here tell me about lola how's she getting on with school yeah good she loves it i mean we've had to change a few things because i don't know if i've said on the podcast but she used to go to after school club before COVID and she used to hate it like absolutely hate it and I was like I can't put her in there but how the hell am I even going to get through life without after school club I mean nine till three goes so quick right that's like that's part-time hours yeah but I haven't put her in after school club she's absolutely loved me for it and I've managed absolutely fine so she's loving life it's amazing all these adjustments that we've had to make that have now become kind of normality who'd have thought that we could do all of this like this no, we we have um been able to adapt very easy and that's what we actually need to hang on to because we've had all of this shit thrown at us and we have all adapted and we are cracking on with it and we have made those adjustments and there are going to be many more that come our way and i think we've just got to hold on to the fact that whatever this throws at us we will adjust. Hopefully, not all of our liberties will be taken away. It does feel a bit crushing at the moment. But I'm just really hopeful that if we can just get through winter, if we can just get to the other side of Christmas, other side of February, it'll all be a bit clearer what we're dealing with. I don't know if that's naive, but I'm just like hanging on. We're going to have like, you know, just got to get to Easter. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that as well. And I just think my fear always was losing my salon. It was like my biggest thing. My salon was my complete life, regardless of the other companies. Like it was always been my baby. It was my first company. It's what's built everything else I have. And the fear of losing it or going some, or something going wrong was just like the ultimate worst thing that could ever happen in my life. And now I feel that that's gone. Like obviously I would hate to lose it or anything like that happen. But like I said, we're adaptable. What's the worst that can happen? There's other things we can do. There's other things like, there's more to life than just our salon. I'm sure there will be girls out there now with their rud, their rud, their blood literally running cold because their salon is their life. You know, they've had massive relaunches. They've through lockdown, they've renovated. They've they put even more money and heart and soul into their salons. And if they lost their salon, I think they pretty much would feel like their life exactly. has ended. 
you guys businesses so so now what should these girls do i mean it's not beyond the realms of possibility that you know we're going to have another lockdown and i mean people are pooing their pants katie i know and don't get me wrong i am like i'm not immune to that like i am but i just feel like it's out of our control we've just been shut for six months like none of us thought that we would survive that but we did Mm. we did get through that so if we do it again we will get through that also yeah it's just adjusting making changes coming back stronger having other incomes like hustle as much as you can i mean i'm flipping hustling every day <laughs> so so other than monet what, what what are your hustles like on all the other companies i'm hustling i'm trying to get courses in i'm selling products i'm trying to get customers through the door i'm trying to get people with my mentoring sessions like my whole life is a hustle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you reducing prices i mean i've tried to do a up to 50% discount off lash sets to get new clients in i never thought i would do that 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 is just horrible but i need to build up my stable of regulars again yeah no we've done a sunbed offer because the sunbeds physically don't cost us any money yeah. but regardless of that we haven't done any offers and we could off mm. but with us being in the salon we have that to pay we have the staff yeah. wages to pay so even just giving 20 percent off that's 20 percent of that yeah like so we end up then physically doing the treatment which is costing us more and it's more beneficial for us just to pay someone's wage and not do a treatment yeah so we've got to really weigh it up when we do offers because it's just not worth it and then i am attracting the clientele that i don't want to attract mm -hmm. they're going to come for that one-time treatment and they're very most likely not going to come back yeah that's whereas true. if i knew i was attracting people cheap to begin with but then they were coming back for infills then obviously balancing that out across the year you would work you would earn money but the likelihood is if they're coming in for a really cheap treatment are they going to be coming back for the infills mm -hmm. mm, it's a good hard point good point so do you have any skills tactics hacks hustles for getting new clients in the door please <laughs> <laughs> Sure, there has been an influx of new clients and I don't know where they've come from. In the beginning, I think it's just because everyone wanted that first week or two, you can fit in your regular, so then they went elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where they, where they come from. And I think it's just consistency, like letting people see that you're still going, letting them see the work you're doing, letting them see how safe it is in your workspace. And mm -hmm. um, people will then come over. It's just consistency. Yeah, I realized actually, if anyone has a Google business account, I realized that um, I literally had no reviews on my Google business mm -hmm. page. And it's just like, duh, what are you doing, girl? So I'd say to anyone out there, if you've got a Google business page, make sure that you've got as many good reviews about being COVID secure and how comfortable yeah. people are coming back and all of that as well. And it's up to date. We get quite a lot of messages through Google. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely want your Google page set up. Oh, Katie, it's so good to catch up with you. I'm sorry it's been so long. My podcasts have taken a bit of a, a back seat whilst I've just tried to give my business CPR, but um, I'm back now. <laughs> and I'd love to check in with you in a few weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me again. 19.